Hey, hockey fans. Welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, and with me, as always, co-host Jesse Lucier and head honcho Paul McLean. Coming to you live on Zoom here, folks. This is our second attempt at our first three-way Zoom call. Um, and uh, boys, let's hope this one works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank God for Paulie here, or Ivan, if this was you and me, man, we would just be, we wouldn't even be able to get on the call, let alone do, <laughs> do what needs to be done to get this. So Paulie, shout it, out, man. Let's keep in mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him that messed up the last call. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I say this now, you wait until we finish this hour chat and it'll be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so episode seven was actually recorded a week ago. And uh, when we listened back to the recording, the quality was so bad. Uh, some, we had a major error on my end on the recording. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're here we are again, boys. Episode seven. Um, yeah. Take two. Take yeah. Two. 2022 off to a great start. Um, but errors, man. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a theme of the podcast. I mean, look at us. A little bit of foreshadowing, right? I know. Speaking of errors. So I, I <laughs> oh, noticed geez. last week. We miss all the wrong answers that you guys got. So I'm so, I am so I was going to say, I was totally going to say <laughs> the same questions this week. And like, yeah, I think Jess, you said not a good chance of you getting them right. Even if I ask them again, but uh, yeah. we're going to start off a couple of new questions. So it's not too, uh, too For easy listeners out there. Just a uh, heads up. I did get all the questions right. last week. So I was unbelievable yeah. last week. You got one, right? I'll give you that. But now yeah. I I was praying nightly that Paul would just ask us the same <laughs> questions again, and then I get a couple right because I think I was no, over again. No, classic no, teacher, no. right? Classic All teacher. Right. Classic oh, te- please, please. Classic teacher. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I had one. Where is it? Oh, there was a great question. It's not that one. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Oh, okay. Let's start off with something easy. Which team in the NHL has the most shots on goal in one game? Is it Toronto Maple Leafs? Was the Edmonton Oilers, the Montreal Canadiens, the Boston Bruins, or New York Rangers? So wait, so this is most shots on net, Mm -hmm. like cumulative all time? No, one game. In one game. Any year, any time though. Any year, any time, any whatever. Oh, wow. I'm jumping all over this one and taking the Oilers. Yeah, back in the high flying days. Okay, well, um, that's my uh, yeah, that's my guess. I was gonna say like the Bruins back in Bobby Orr's, but I feel like he just skated around with the puck all the game, the whole game. <laughs> you know what? I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Buds, man. Got to be the Buds. Oh, uh, really? Who the hell is the Buds? The leap, sorry, the leap. Oh, the leap. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't even one of the options. <laughs> Survey says, <laughs> you're both wrong. Of course we are. We suck at trivia. No wonder you host trivia night. It was the boss of Bruins. It was the boss of Bruins. It was the boss of Bruins. The obvious one. 83 shots in one what? game. Yeah. They played oh the Chicago Blackhawks. They won 3-2. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know who was in Nets, but they got 81 saves. Check Manic, probably. <laughs> Check Manic. <laughs> Speaking back of in, shots, back did you in see this? 
1941 it was though. so i mean 1941 yeah i mean you know the war was just kicking off you know it was just i just good. sent out just the hope just well maybe it's the least maybe probably not yeah no 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 83 shots man Jeez. but i mean there was another guy uh, i think his name was wayne gretzky right yeah so where, where did that question go oh my god i just closed it oh uh, god horrible. okay we won't we, go we to won't. your history okay here it is yeah yeah wayne gretzky, <laughs> wayne gretzky has the record well he has, he has a man. record yeah, he, but he has a recorded seven assists, seven assists, seven helpers in one game on three different occasions. There's a second player though, who had seven assists in one game. I'm not going to give you any options. I just want to see if you know who that was because it is a pretty good, uh, pretty good record to have seven assists in one game. Mm, any I, hints? I, uh i was bt there's no way you're not gonna this one no 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 BT. Uh, bobby titler BT, dude. man Jeez. i i will I, always I, avoid I, trivia night and yeah. yet on our podcast i there's no avoiding it and there's no hiding no BT. actually looking at this i i, I don't think i would have got it any guesses uh, any guesses uh, it was not in the same game as the 83 shots, nope. which, uh, no, I would think, also well, said, there was but... only, only five goals scored in that game. So no, damn, I'm, I don't know. BT no. man. I don't even know. Yeah. No. I'm going to, I'm going to throw out Brian Chache. That's the only BT. That's I a think good of. guess. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Actually, it's, it's not, it's not right though, but I, I like how you came out of BT. This guy's name was Billy Taylor. Billy oh, Taylor. Taylor, of course, Billy Taylor. Boys, Paul, you're killing Bill, us. Bill. All right, we're gonna kill two birds in one stone here. You're killing kill us. Two birds in one stone with one stone here. We're gonna talk about the Habs and we're gonna talk about the Leafs in this last question. Yes, oh, Toronto yes. Maple Leafs are second in Stanley Cups behind the Montreal Canadiens. How many cups have the Leafs won? Oh, we got to know this one, Ivan. Come on. Yes, come on. You know this. Oh, you know this it, one. It's 11, right? I think so. 11? Uh, say 11? No. <laughs> come on, Ivan. No. number just give us a better chance. So we don't I don't, think, I don't think it's 11. I don't think it's 11. Oh. You don't think it's 11? They're probably number no, two, No, I don't. Right? Oh. 18, maybe? 18. No. Let me think. A couple of numbers being thrown around here, folks. Maybe one it's of them was right. Between one and 24. <laughs> I'm, going with, I'm, I'm going with lucky 13. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Jess, what are you going? 11, 11, 11. I'm locking 11? 11. Don't be 11. The answer is... Lucky number 13! Yeah! <laughs> Ivany's back on the board. Ivany's back on the board. I'm on the board, boys. Uh, now this recording. Watch this recording finally work, Paul. This is I'm one, one, get any. I'm one, I'm <laughs> one for 20. I'm one for 20 on this season. I'm well, bad, one for I'm 20. Bad. Hey. Yeah. They don't ask how, man. They don't ask uh, how. Yeah. I did see him messing around with his phone there, so he's probably like, how many? Yeah, cheating. Yeah, 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 cheating. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I asked Siri while you guys weren't looking. Definitely cheating. Definitely cheating. Anyways, well, get at least we got chance. one. You got one. You got uh, one. At least we got one. Jess, I'll say you did get one last time, but we didn't get to air that. But I will air that you did have one right. So uh, yeah, for the uh, record, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yep, so yeah, boom and boom. All right, Ivany, let's rock. All right, buddy. buddy, let's get this thing going. Tonight's first period is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Idol League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, we got our big bite of the week to kick things off here, folks. And I know, although this story isn't brand new to you guys, it's new for us on the podcast again. So the NHL will not be participating in the Beijing Olympics. Jess, uh, so unfortunate um, that, you know, we're not going to see the best players in the world at the Olympics. Um, What's your take on this, first of all? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's still obviously painful um even though now it's the news has been out for a while but no i think this is just a big missed opportunity for the nhl and it sucks for the hockey fan um you know and uh we we don't have the tournament now that's best on best we haven't been able to watch that now in i think since the last world cup which is what 2016 now so almost five years ago until we've seen a, a true best on best um and no, I think it's just disappointing. I mean, obviously with COVID and, uh, and the challenges in the NHL, we're seeing games being postponed left, right, and center. But no, I think not having it, especially for us in Hong Kong, which was going to be right in our back backyard, um, almost at our back door. <laughs> yeah. But this is a family-friendly podcast. Um, yeah. No, it, it, it's just disappointing. I, like, like most hockey fans, and I think like most of the players too, this is something that the players really want to partake in. Um, so yeah, and a big missed opportunity. I mean, the, 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 one of the biggest initiatives the NHL has is trying to grow the game, especially yeah. in Asia and in China, which they see as their big market, you know, before COVID they were sending their, their teams over to play every, every season, kind of a, a preseason game or, or even a regular season game in China. And now with, you know, the Olympics and Olympic hockey could have been a, a huge, a huge, um, you know, opportunity for the NHL and, and it's, it's missed. So very, very disappointing. Um, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I was really, really looking forward to this. Just, you know, we talk about it every time on our podcast, all what the rosters could look like, what's it going to be. And so now not having this, it, it sucks, man. There's no other way to put it. It's just straight up sucks. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there with the missed opportunity, because like you said, 
um, such a big push to, to grow hockey here in Asia, especially in China. And, you know, uh, this was a great opportunity for, for the, the people of China, especially to see the best players in the world, um, you know, live uh, in Beijing. So it's a huge missed, opp missed opportunity here. But yeah, agreed. Um, life goes on. Um, we have to move on. We have to send a team, Jess. Um, so, yeah. there's, you know, there's some rumors flying around right now about who's going to be on that team. Um, the latest news, we got a couple of uh, world junior players that are looking like they could be there. Owen Power and... Um, and who was the second one again? McTavish. Um, McTavish. Yeah, Mason McTavish. So Mason yeah. McTavish was was deadly. Uh, he was oh, dying. Yeah. He looked so good, man, uh, in that tournament. So it's good to see him get an opportunity. Um, also, a couple new names flying around. Devin Dubnik, who's played a bit in the AHL so far this season. Uh, yeah. Edward Pascali, who's another goalie, um, would be available. Tyler yeah. Witherspoon and Adam Cracknell. Uh, this is according to Darren Drager at TSN. Uh, these names have been flying around. So we got a couple yeah. of junior guys. We got a couple of veterans. Uh, and uh, we got Adam Cracknell, who's actually played for the Kunlun Red Star here in Beijing uh, right. for a couple of years. Yeah. So a little one thing I will say, though, one thing I will say, though, is, you know, as, as you know, as much as it sucks for us as fans to not be able to see, you know, McDavid and McKinnon and Crosby and, you know, all these guys play together it's gotta be pretty cool for, you know, a guy like Cracknell, you know, who, who's now out of the NHL or, you know, Weatherspoon and these guys who now all of a sudden they get an opportunity to go to the Olympics and put that, yeah. you know, for them, you know, um, even the last time we, we watched the, the Olympics, you know, it was a, a completely different team of, I don't want to say no names because they're all obviously very, very good hockey players playing overseas and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's pretty cool for them to get that opportunity. So I, yeah, you know, I agree as much as we're disappointed. It's pretty sweet for that, man. Yeah, dude, that's a hot take of the night. Um, so far, you said oh, you're I'm gonna... filled. I'm filled with them, baby. I got them left, right, side, <laughs> buckle in. No, no, I love it because it's true. It's time for us to move on. The NHL players are not going to be there. Let's stop being sad about it and let's get excited yeah. about the guys who are going to be there because yeah. there's going to be some great hockey players there, like top, like world class players. And there's going to yeah. be guys who are hungry and it's yeah. going to be, and it's still going to be exciting. And we're still going to cheer for Canada as always. Yeah, of course. As um, always. But I mean, you know, and it may also bring some parity to the tournament, which is also something we need to consider. Um, well, I mean, look at it, Germany, the last Olympics, man, they were silver medalists, you know, exactly. And they I were, mean, I think they lost in overtime in the gold medal game. I mean, you know, so no, yeah. no, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, first so one yet. Hot, hot take too. <laughs> every hot every take once in a while, comes up a <laughs> little nugget good from Ivan. Yeah. Nug, little oh. nug. So there's going to be yeah, a bit more parity in the tournament and you won't see, hopefully we're not going to see those runaway scores like we thought we were going to see. So, I mean, that, that's going to, that's going to, uh, I mean, I think that'll be good for, for the, for team China, especially, I mean, to, yeah. to not have to play against Crosby, McDavid and McKinnon. Yeah, so folks, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the tonight's big bite of the week was brought to you by the big bite restaurant, uh, Hong Kong's home of Canadian grub. If you want a poutine or some Canadian, uh, beef or Canadian sirloin burgers, check them out at the big bite HK. Jesse, what do you got coming up for us next? Yes. Okay. So our Psalm sleeper of the week, Psalm is brought, this, uh, segment is brought to you by Psalm. Psalm is like a Red Bull, but it's for sleep. All you have to do is drink a can 30 minutes before you're ready to sleep and it'll help you fall asleep faster and sleep throughout the night. They've already delivered over 2 million nights of sleep 
and is used by over 60 pro teams and Olympic athletes right on cue. Olympic athletes. Nice one. There boys. you go. Bam. Uh, it's backed by, it's backed by world-class doctors, trainers, and nutritionists. Check them out at getsom.com and use discount code ATP 10 to get 10% off our lucky listeners. So boys sleeper of the week. Sleeper. Uh, now full disclosure, our last, um, sleeper before i have any take one our recording. Take, take one you mean take one <laughs> we were talking about the penguins but i think uh they've you know people aren't sleeping on them anymore uh which is great to see now the sleeper of the week i have boys is the nashville predators fellas Juicy. have you guys been watching this team have you Juicy guys been sorrows. watching this team how about this fellas they are now first in the western conference who would have thought that it's unbelievable, Jess. I mean, the, I mean, I've been just kind of picking up on this story in the last few days. Had a look at, at Saros's numbers. Uh, yeah. He's been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, um, he's been great. He's been uh, great. Um, their, te- their team, what surprises me is they're only plus 17, which tells me that they're winning a lot of close games as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a team that, you know, that's going through a lot of adversity winning close games. So what is it about this team, Jess? Are they just well, healthy at the right time for once? Or I don't know. See, w- w- another interesting point. I mean, one not surprised on this is Roman Yossi's leading the way. Top scorer yeah. on the team. He's got a uh, point in game, 34 points. Mm-hmm. But Michael Granlin, second on the team with 32 points. And then how about this Matthew Shane back on track this year? He's at 32 mm-hmm. points. Uh, he's got 14 goals, uh, sorry, 31 points with 14 goals. And then you said, it, I mean, Saros has, has been a dynamite for them, but I think what's interesting to me on this team is this lineup, like, you know, a balanced, balanced lineup. You got Johansson who's having himself a year is almost at 30 yeah. points. Forsberg that's on their top line. Forsberg's hurt right now, but, and mm-hmm. then the second line is just getting it done with Duchesne and Granlin. And then a new guy that I've never heard of until this year, Tanner, Genot. Have you guys heard yes. about this guy? Uh, undrafted yeah. undrafted walk onto the team you know where he was last year paulie in the east coast league he yeah. started the year in the east coast league last year where all the best players come from <laughs> <laughs> so the team is eight one and one in their last 10 and over that period he's got 10 points so he's stepping up that second line looks good but i got a question for you guys on this so sure. yes i think we've definitely been sleeping on this team um but now the hard-hitting question is this team a contender or are they a pretender? What do you think, boys? Well, Roman Checkmatic. <laughs> yeah. Wonder I'm Bally, going, Wonder yeah. Bally. I'm, I'm going with Lucky 13. Yeah. <laughs> you both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, you know, uh, this is a team that's been underachieving the last few years as far as I'm Agreed. concerned. You know, they were supposed to be – you know, with Yossi at the top of his game, obviously he's leading the team and scoring and from a defensive standpoint. So um, yeah. pretty impressive. But like you said, I, I think the difference here is they're healthy. When when you've got, well, like Philip Forsberg's out right now, but when you've got Forsberg, Duchesne, Johansson in the lineup all at the same time with Yossi and yeah. Ekholm uh, locking it down on D, um, I, they're a scary team and Saros yep. is an incredibly good goalie. Who's just been waiting in the wings behind Pekka Rene for so many years. So yep. he's, so he's really motivated goaltender right now. And that's scary when he's playing that well. And like you said, Granlund having himself a year, yep. um, just, you know, throwing out apples all day long. He's got 27 assists. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they are, uh, if this is a healthy team, 
Um, their style of play, they're a very well coached team. Um, I, I believe they are a contender. Right. I mean, a good power play too. Over, you know, they're at 26% on the power play, which is, you know, that's great. Um, Yossi's one of the best in the league and he doesn't get a lot of oh, no press because he plays in Nashville. Yeah, no question. I, but that's not, you know, people aren't new to that. Even he's that yeah. good where it, yeah. it's kind of a sleepy market in Nashville, especially the team's been down. People still talk about him. But mm-hmm. so Ivan, you think they're contender, eh? What about you, Paul? You think they're uh, legit? Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, they, they saw their day in the past. I think, uh, yeah, they're finally starting to click now. I mean, what was it? Eight, one and one in the last 10. Yeah. I think it is all coming together. I mean, maybe yeah. old Johnny Hines is doing some good work and, uh, you know, bump these guys up in the confidence uh, department. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see this coming at the beginning of the year, but yeah, hell, why not? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and talk about the division, you know, like their division is, is, is tough, you know, yeah. Nashville, yeah. St. So they got not them themselves, St. Louis, Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Dallas is playing. And then you kind of got, you know, Chicago and Arizona, who's just getting beat down this year, dude, yeah. in their division, they're eight, two and one in that, in their divisional head, head to head. So yeah. mm-hmm. like they're 15, five in their own conference. And, yeah. you know, so that's a good sign. And, you know, in playoffs, obviously you got to get through the Western conference and, and they've been dominating. They, they've struggled on, on, against the East, but in the Western conference, man, maybe they're just built for, for success, you know? So time well, to yeah, wake up. Do you think them or Colorado at the end of the year for top spot though? Oh, I mean, you know, we can maybe get to Colorado a bit later, but yeah. you know, I watched them play the Leafs, even though the Leafs kind of blew it against them for our listeners. The Leafs, no, Leafs blowing something. Colorado to me, boys. Three goal leads. <laughs> three goal yeah. leads. Never. I knew it. As soon as we went up four one, I, I started to have flashbacks, and I and I went to bed. <laughs> yeah. So hot sweats. No, yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm gonna actually. Go on a hot take here. I think this team, pretender boys, pretender. Yeah. I don't Ooh. see them as a contender. Yeah. To me, Nashville is just a team that teams that go on to win the Stanley Cup or go to the Cup Finals, just one <laughs> you got to get through. Uh, so even though I do like them and I want to bring some attention to them, boys. Uh, yeah, I don't see uh, I don't see this team going all the way. But it is good to see them back in uh, back in action. So that's our Psalm sleeper of the week. And Tanner Genoa. Uh, don't sleep on, on Tanner's, you know, wakey, 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 wakey. All right. Moving on. Next, we have our Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery Spill of the Week brought to you by Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. Uh, check them out, folks, at YardleyBrothers.hk. These guys are making award winning beer week after week at their amazing brewery here in Hong Kong. Uh, they've got a huge selection of, uh, of award winners. So check them out on their website. They even deliver. So uh, check them out at YardleyBrothers.hk. Is this going to be about all the blood that spilled out of Brad Marchand's nose today? Oh, we can definitely talk <laughs> oh about that. Gosh. <laughs> um, that was unbelievable, dude, man. That was like, I mean, it's hard to miss that hunker of his, but wow. That, 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 was, was, gush- like- <laughs> that was the gusher of the week. That was gushing. Bro. Yeah, dude, crazy. <laughs> but that's what's, gushers. that's what's yeah, that's what separates hockey players from other athletes. Oh, then walk in on the ice, bang, power play. Goal. Did you did you see them like he, they were they just were like pushing. stopping stuff in between the hole? I was like, I know. Holy jeez! Yeah. Like, get was... out there, five on three. Get out there. <laughs> I know. 
They won't let him on the ice. No, well, they won't let him on the ice when he's gushing blood. So they're stuffed, <laughs> stuffing pieces of gauze in his oh, nose to stop bleeding. And uh, then to, to make it even better, he goes out and gets an assist, followed uh, by a goal a minute yeah, later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that that's one of the stories of the year right yeah, there, I think. That no was question. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing. But, yeah. but what, what are you what what's your spill? Well, this is yeah. an old this is an old spill, boys, because uh, but it still hurts. Uh, yeah. We're just going to mention again um, the cancellation of the World Juniors. Just uh, absolutely devastating uh, to not get to see the the continuation and you know seeing a champion uh, crowned in the World Juniors this year because it's the tournament I look forward to most every year. Uh, it's so exciting to watch these these kids performing at such a high level. They're so emotional. It's a roller coaster ride throughout the whole tournament every year, and things were just starting to heat up. And unfortunately, uh, it was taken down by the pandemic. So, uh, I'll, I just want to say, you know, like from a, you know, from a fan's perspective, they should they made a they made some huge mistakes uh, in the yeah. planning and organizing of the tournament. I totally agree. Trying I to totally run a agree, tournament man. in two different cities. Uh, they had fans in the rink. They were guys staying at different hotels. The hotels weren't you know, blocked off for just players. There was other people in and out of the hotel. So, I mean, just, you know, I, I don't know how, why, how they thought they could get away with that and it was going to work, especially with the, the numbers of COVID cases that were flying around Alberta at the time. I mean, there was 2000 cases a day, I think in Edmonton. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how do you think it's not going to find its way in? And then the rules were so strict that if one player tested positive, the whole team had to have two negative tests before they could play again. So they're yeah. done for 20, they're done for 24 hours if they have one positive test. So just huge oversights, Jess, very disappointed. Um, I will say there was, you know, some incredible hockey played within that time. Mason McTavish own power, like we mentioned earlier, were awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bedard. Bedard. But Dard yeah. was um, unbelievable when he got his opportunity against Austria. Like so much talent was on display. It was just a, just a shame to see it not finish. No, no question. And again, I think it's just a big blunder. And, you know, this doesn't happen in Canada. Um, you know, this is a, a tournament that has been the staple for so long, you know, in our, you know, our, our childhood and, and it, it it almost seemed like it, it was a detriment to the integrity of this entire tournament where every year it's just so well run and it's, you know, it's the biggest, the biggest stages there is, but this year it just seemed like, you know, I, I, I mean, you, you nailed it. I have any, like, how do you not see this coming? Like this was at the time, like, like if we go back, NHL games were postponed, they were all canceled, you know? Yeah. So there was no hockey going on. And we just got wind of that. There was no Olympic hockey. So then this all of a sudden becomes even bigger. And I'm just shocked. I'm shocked that they didn't, they didn't have like a contingency plan. Like how did they not have these hotels closed up, locked down, you know, like, so when NHL teams right now, they're going back and forth across the border when they, you know, say U S team comes to Canada, they go to the hotel, they go to rink, they go back to the hotel, they're on the flight, they're out, you know? And I don't understand, like, you know, a story came out where there was a wedding in the hotel. I think you just mentioned, like, yeah. how is that possible? Like, I don't understand how is that possible? Of course, like, and then, you know, pretty strict rules on, on, like you said, if someone gets it, what happens? But man, just a huge, huge disappointment. And it all happened, like, you know, within, it was, it seemed like 24 hours, right? Like, 
one game gets postponed or, or it's not even postponed in the tournament. It's actually forfeited. And then now with that being said, you know, you, the integrity of the tournament is shot when, you know, one or two teams forfeit then in such a short term yeah. tournament, but exactly. And huge blunder, big disappointment, you know, and, and again, it just, it looks really bad on, on hockey Canada, on the world juniors, on kind of the, the lack of, you know, care of, of what's going on in the world and awareness. And man, you know, I, I, it still hurts. I mean, my, my old man and I, like we're sitting here and you know, everything in Ottawa right now is closed down restaurants, everything we're driving. And we'd look at the clock and be like, I know what it would be right now. This would be the gold medal game. And we'd be like, I can't yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't so man, just really, really, really disappointing. And, 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 yeah. you know, hockey Canada, man, like wake up, like, what were you doing? You know? Well, I think the key thing you said there was like the, the NHL was shut down. Everything like major events, there's no concerts going on. I mean, how did you think you could run an international hockey tournament, you know, without putting yeah. them in a without putting them in a bubble and having the player safety number one? I mean, anyway, I mean, even with that. your school, wasn't it? You're, you're saying with a with your meeting yesterday and talking about COVID and this and that. Yeah, you guys had nine different scenarios worked out. So if this happens, we'll do this. This happens, we'll do this. This happens. Yeah. NHL is yeah. like, ah, we'll just. Hope for the best. Yeah, yeah man. just dumb. Super disappointing. Horrible Super man. disappointing. And yeah. and man, Canada looked good, boys. Oh, they, they looked, looked come good. On. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, good. big big so, blunder, man. Big blunder. Uh, so that is that is this week's spill of the week. Brought to you by Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. Jess, what do you got for us next? All right, moving on. Let's uh, let's bring this back. Let's get some more positivity around here. A lot of things closing down. Um, going south uh but our next segment is our found feel good story of the week found is uh this segment is brought to you by found uh which is asia's first cbd concept store and cafe found is on a mission to bring the life-changing benefits of cannabinoids to the region found provides a relaxing and supportive environment to discover the benefits of cbd and cbg through a selection of infused fmb items and retail products Check them out on Facebook and on Instagram or at found.hk. Use discount code ATP10 to get 10% off any purchase. Ivany, quickly, what's the latest and greatest from found? What are you using? You look real happy these days. You look relaxed. What's the latest, buddy? What do you do? What are you using? Well, I'm still on the roll-on. I'm just oh, he's I'm, a buyer of the roll-on, baby. Uh, there you go. Big fan of the buyer roll-on, the boys. Yeah. And okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I can't take too many of those. I can't, sorry, I can't get enough of those recovery pills, boys. Uh, that's why the that's why the podcast didn't work last time, eh, Polly? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Get off the recovery pills. All right, man. So our found feel good story is the Vancouver Canucks boys. I know we've been on the Canucks and yes. Polly on brand for our listeners who can't can't see the video. Paul, tell them what you're wearing, bud. This t-shirt is like 20 years old. This is back when uh, I used to live in Vancouver. Well, I lived in yeah. Burnaby, but I taught a bunch of kids that uh, were huge Nucks fans, and this is my going away gift. But yeah, this this shirt is like twenty years old. Man, man of the people, man yeah. of the it's, people. It, it's made a few baby. appearances on the podcast. It has. That, that, it has. Yeah. That shirt is yeah. legendary. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, so the found feel good story, boys, is the Vancouver Canucks back on track, playing well again. What a dumpster fire it was before they fired everybody in the organization but they are rocking and rolling boys eight Absolutely. one and one in their last 10 
Uh, Bruce Boudreau, since he came in, the team's been absolutely buzzing. Boys, barbecue Bruce, come on. Yeah. Come on. Unbelievable. Their only yeah. loss was, uh, well, they had a shootout loss, a 2-1 yeah. shootout loss. Yeah, to the Kings. And they beat some, to the Kings. They beat some good teams since, since Bruce has taken over. So they beat yeah. the Bruins. Sorry, Paulie. They beat the Hurricanes, which not a lot of teams have done this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but. They beat the Jets. Take, yeah, the Jets. But my hot take, boys, the rest of the teams they've played are weaker teams. So do you think that this might, this might be, uh, you know, just great timing for the team when they, you know, the, the management and ownership group, when they kind of fired the guys and brought them in? I mean, you know, they, they've, they've played the Sharks, who are kind of trash now. The Blue Jackets aren't great. Uh, they beat the Ducks, which, you know, we talked about them, I think, in our last podcast. The Ducks are hot. Seattle. Well, the Ducks aren't too hot at the moment. They're 4-4-2 four, four right. in the last 10. Yeah, they, beat, yeah, but... they beat Seattle pretty good in Seattle. That's not a bad win. I don't... Boys, uh... I could beat Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is all about timing. I don't think they're yeah. playing too many teams that are really challenging. And sure, yeah. they're 8-1-1 eight, one one in the last 10. They're still second last in the division. I mean, they still have a lot of work great. to do. Yeah. I think, I think that it is amazing what they're doing, but I do think yeah. it is a bit of the timing. Like you're saying, like they're yeah. kind of like playing teams that aren't that great. Um, but ho- I yeah. really do hope they can keep this momentum going because I mean, it's, I mean, there's nothing better than, I mean, maybe living in Montreal when the Habs are doing well, but they haven't done well in a while, but when you're in Vancouver and the Knucks are like killing it, I mean, that city is electric. Like, every sports yeah, bar is on fire. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I really hope they, they keep this up. They're they're doing yeah amazing thing. They're eight, eight, eight and two with the away lately. But, I mean, yeah. Let's let's hope. Yeah. Bar- Barbecue Bruce can eat a couple more of those four stacks. Boys, boys, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> the op. I'm going the oppo on this one. This is, you guys are way off. They, these wins, they got their eight one and one in their last 10, and every team they beat except for one has a record over 500. Every team they beat is ahead of them in the standings. These are huge wins. Everyone's so, ahead yeah. of them in the standings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how about this, boy? So when we talked about them last above time, when came on, when, we, when Boudreaux 500. came on, when Boudreaux came on, he was saying how he wants to get his stars uh, you know, going again and just to kind of enjoy the game, have a little bit of fun out there. And he told them just how good these guys are. So let me drop some stats on you guys. JT Miller, since Boudreaux has taken over in the 10 games, he's got 13 points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quinn Hughes, who is off to a bit of a slow start with, you know, this season since Boudreaux has taken over 10 games, eight points. Now the big one, I think is Pedersen, right? Been very, very slow since coming back from the injury. Hasn't had, you know, his usual number. Uh, but in the, in the 10 games that Boudreaux has been there, he's got five points, which is good. Now the other big one, Brock Besser, right? This guy was dynamite for this team for years. Right. Uh, but the last year, not so great. And then this year, really slow start boys last 10 games since Boudreaux got there. He's got five goals, nine points. So this Canucks fans to me is great news because now the stars are coming back. They're buying in, you know, and again, this team has such talent at the top end of their lineup and they're going to need them to perform. And Connor Garland too, also playing great, but you know, and then you've got kind of your young guys who, you know, will start to find their way. You got to show them, you know, guys like Holglander and Podzolkin, the, the young Russian who can rip a puck. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, 
you know, we can talk about has the schedule been that tough? They, they did get that big break in between because of all these postponed games, but man, I like what I see. I like what I'm seeing in Vancouver. And it, it, again, to your point, it just makes me feel good to see this team kind of back. They still have a mm-hmm. lot of work to do. Like Paulie mentioned, there's a lot of room to grow to try to catch up. I mean, you know, there's still 10 points back of that kind of last wildcard spot. And, and this divi- that whole division is just kind of a crapshoot right now. But yeah. I mean, if this team keeps rolling, you know, the rest of this division, you know, if I'm looking across it, the rest of the division is struggling right now. They are all struggling. So they are the hottest team in their division. Yeah. And it's going to be now, can they start to, to take, um, you know, can they take advantage of this? And boys, the Edmonton Oilers, like they're right behind the Edmonton Oilers. Dude, Edmonton, like, yeah, two, six, and two in the last 10. They're just not nah, great. Yeah. Five game and skid. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. with Vancouver being like second last, they're still playing over 500 hockey, which is crazy. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, no, yeah, no, to your point, boys, um, it's great to see. I'm a big Boudreaux fan, so it makes uh, obviously we're we're fans of the team on this podcast. I mean, Paulie's wearing the shirt. Hey, but, yeah. Um, no, great to see. What do you think, boys? Yeah, I agree, man. And I think um, you know, Barbecue Bruce has had a history of having six his his top players having success. I mean, you go back to his days in Washington, his top oh, yeah. players were thriving. Yeah. Um, after that, he goes to Anaheim, um, Getzlaff, Perry lighten it up Ryan Kessler at the time uh, having big putting up big numbers Uh, in Minnesota he had a couple guys who who's really you know came to their own offensively I think his I think his he really lets his he's like a freewheeler he's like he lets his guys play they're not like you know they're playing with a little bit less pressure on them it feels like and um, and if Thatcher Demko can keep playing the way he's been playing I mean this guy has been you know such a high prospect for so long it feels to yeah. me like he's he's finally, you know, he's finally looking good. I mean, he's got a, yeah. a motivated group in front of him. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting to see the Knucks yeah. uh, playing yeah. playing good hockey. I'll say one more thing about the team. Uh, I saw a stat the other day um, that before, before Boudreaux took over, their power play was, like, you know, an abysmal. I think it was, like, 20% or sub-20%. Um, and their PK was trash. You know, so right now, even their, their numbers aren't great. 20% of the power play, 69% on the PK, which is not great. But since Boudreaux's taken over, the power play, I think, has been at 30%, and the PK, I think, has been up around 90 So, to me, that just shows me that the team had completely given up on the, the former coach. They weren't listening. They weren't – they did. They were just done with them. So, now they're stabilizing that. I mean, yeah. No, it's the right move by, the, by, by that team to bring in Boudreaux, and I think you're right. I think he's a perfect guy for that team. And, uh, man, they've got a lot of runway, so we'll see what happens. Nice. Let's call it right now, boys. Are they going to make the playoffs? Oh. Do you think they'll make it? Uh, no, I'm going uh, now. Uh, Still not even halfway through the year, boys. Still no. not halfway through the season. I know. But you got Vegas and Anaheim, definitely sure shots. Calgary's in a slump, as is Edmonton. They Right now, they're five points back of that second wild card spot there i think yeah it was a big hole but they've dug out of the biggest part of it <laughs> but it's going to be yeah. hard to maintain it's going to be hard to maintain i don't know i can't see it's going to be close but i can't see them leapfrogging over the alberta teams yeah they're gonna have some, some ground to make up so yeah all right boys well that's yeah, our, that's no. my uh no no's across the board boys i'm no. going 
Yes. I oh. think they're going to sneak in, boys. I'm a buyer. I'm a believer, boys. I'm in it. Another hot right. take brought to you by Jesse Lucy. Lava takes left, right, center. There's, keep them coming, baby. Keep them coming. All right. That's it for tonight's first period. Tonight's second period brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. When we're not talking about hockey on Across the Pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20 off. Tell them across the pond sent ya. All right, Jess, uh, just wanted to talk a few minutes about the uh, the China hockey group. Uh, they here in Hong Kong, you know, they do so much to uh, to grow the game of hockey. And uh, over the holidays, we got to see that in action here at the D- Discovery Bay rink, ice rink. Um, they put on a tournament, the U9s, U11s, U13s, um, great showcase of local hockey and local talent. Uh, huge turnouts, crowds were into it, tons of parents were around, real cool atmosphere in and around the rink, really cool to see. I know you were a big part of this for a long time. Jess, what do you have to say about the boys and uh, all the hard work they're putting in uh, this year and yeah, every I mean, year? Look- uh, yeah, no, I agreed. And, and, you know, obviously COVID's a big theme and, and uh, there's a big challenge. I mean, Hong Kong's now shut down. So it was, it was kind of a perfect time to do this, but no, I mean, look, you, you, we kind of get spoiled in, in Canada and on this side of the, the pond um, on the way these kind of tournaments are run. And, uh, but in Hong Kong, they, they don't have these things, you know, and it takes an inc- uh, incredible amount of effort and coordination uh, to get these things up and going and, um, so they ran this hot pot tournament and, you know, the, uh, from what I've heard, I mean, I was home at the time, but, you know, it, by all accounts, it was a smash hit. I mean, I had parents calling and texting me saying, you know, when are you coming? We want you to come and watch and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, world-class tournament for, and you got to think about it, man, for a lot of these kids, that's the first time they've ever been in like a tournament style where you kind of play that round robin and then you have the crossovers and then a final, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's the first time they've ever done it. And, you know, I know these kids were pumped. Uh, a lot of the parents were pumped, even the hockey guys, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, a good example is, is our buddy Kosuke with his boys who are in the tournament. I mean, his two boys played against each other in the final. I mean, how cool is that? You know? So it was awesome, I know that, man. Yeah. So no, very, very well done and well organized and, and, and so happy to see, you know, and, and there's a lot of work they're doing to continue this, but, um, no, I mean, that's kind of what it takes, right? Like, you, you get one or two of these successful tournaments and, and a big shout out to kind of all the volunteers as well. Like, you know, yeah. the behind the scenes, like Fiona and, and, you know, all those guys who who just do so much work. So no. And then uh, I guess we can shout out the referees too, I guess, but um, no, yeah. and it, it was, it was a, a huge turnout and yeah. awesome. Very successful. It really turnout. was. Um, Congrats it, to everyone involved. Uh, Greg Smith, um, Keith Fong, Grant Phillips, they just did an, an amazing job running this tournament. They had skills competitions for the kids, uh, you know, um, just yeah. world-class, like you said, you know, they looked great. They had awesome uniforms matching everything, you know, like yeah. they just, they did all the little things. And um, like you said, it was a big, you know, we've been starved for, for events for so long and, 
and the kids haven't been able to travel in the, the Greater Bay Hockey League, which was, you know, a big disappointment this year uh, with no cross-border travel and stuff like that. So, yeah, really cool, great event, and uh, yeah. well done well done by the China Hockey Group. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, so I think we have to uh, take a moment here to give a shout-out to a uh, former guest of the podcast, Mr. John Schichta. Uh, he reached a milestone uh, in the CIHL. Uh, reached his 200th career point in the league. Uh, John Schichter is a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, a good friend of Paul, Jess as well. Um, just an absolute uh, unbelievable hockey player. To, uh, to Beast on the ice. Menace <laughs> yeah. in the CIHL. He's a menace. menace. He's, he's the most liked and hated guy in the league. He's <laughs> liked if he's on your team and he's hated if he's not because he works so hard. And, you know, just a, just a very consistent player. Um, plays the game the right way as well which i'd like to mention too he's not he doesn't doesn't complain he's he just plays hard all the time which uh yeah. is very much appreciated by the by the officials as well um, yeah congratulations so, johnny congratulations yeah, johnny. Johnny. yeah he's a fun guy he's a fun guy he is a fun guy likes yeah. to have a couple a good of those time. points were probably my fault it was my guy was, you know when i was uh, too busy pinching and not back checking but yeah so you're welcome yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, that's a great milestone, man. And, uh, you know, another staple in the league for a long time. And um, he was one of the first guys I heard about in this league when I was on my way over. So <laughs> it was yeah. because he told so, you yeah, about man. him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He was putting the signs up of himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really got to check this guy out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, congratulations. Absolutely. On great yeah, nice work, buddy. Yeah, let's stick with the CIHL theme here, boys, instead of waiting for the third period. Um, the We haven't had a game since December 18th, which, Jess, was your last weekend in the league for the rest yep. of the season, unfortunately. Uh, those who don't know Jess, he's right now currently in Canada, um, chilling with his folks, uh, being yep. spoiled by his mom and by his mom and dad, I assume. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, drinking tons of Tim Hortons coffees and uh, living the dream back home. But uh, Jess is uh, doing a little bit of traveling right now. Look at that. He's got the Tim Hortons <laughs> mug. Timmy's. <laughs> oh, he'll be, uh, he'll be heading off to Singapore in a couple of weeks time. And, uh, and then off to Japan after that, it looks like. So Jess, um, the CIHL, uh, just give us your hot take on the first half of the season. I know there was a lot of, um, issues with getting enough numbers, but as far as like the last weekend of the season, uh, or sorry, the last weekend before the break, um, an incredible ending, uh, a six, yeah. five loss by your team to the, to the Calvin warriors, but a great game. And just a kind of a, a, a testament to what the league can provide, which is really quality hockey. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, you know, if you go back to last season, the league was, it was kind of a two horse race, I think for, for, for most of the year, um, with, with us and the, the tycoons, but this year, man, it, it, it really does seem like anyone can take it, which is kind of what you want. Right. Um, you know, like you said, though, COVID has proven to be challenging in our league, just like every other league in the world. Um, where, you know, it's tough to get guys out. I think my last game, we had two defense and I played literally the entire game. I didn't come off once. But um, that no, is I, a true story, folks. We have 45 <laughs> minutes of ice time. That's <laughs> why, why you guys lost. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Minus six. <laughs> six <five. laughs> um, no, but uh, so hopefully we, you know, they can get that sorted. I, I, there's probably going to be some rescheduling coming on now because I think rinks are closing on Kong. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm miles away right now, but they are changing up the schedule a little bit as well. Um, I think they're going to reduce the number of games. Um, but again, it, it has been challenging, but no, I think, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's so fun to play. And I think right now when, when, you know, the rosters come back, um, you know, it's kind of anybody's league right now. So I'll, I'll be following closely to see who's going to win. Now I'm, I'm obviously still biased to, to the boys in green, the aces, but um, yeah, it'll, we'll see what happens boys. I'm going to miss yeah. it. Yeah. The boys are missing you already, but um, so that game, uh, like you said, the, the Warriors uh, took it in a shootout six, five, and an incredible shootout goal by Dave Belush uh, yeah, to, to, yeah, end, to finish it off. You can check that out on Instagram. I think on the CIHL uh, group, uh, absolute beauty, but Connor Quinn was the first star of the game with four goals. Um, yeah. Second Start. star was Kentaro Yanagawa from the, from your team. And yeah, uh, young guy making his debut. I think he's like 13 or 14. He, he was awesome. Yeah. He, he played great. And uh, Greg Smith, third star, three assists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Greggy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in the game. Who the picks zero- these stars? Who picks these yeah, stars? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, so they, in the early game, the, the South China Sharks uh, just handed the, uh, the Tycoons a pretty lopsided loss. A 7-1 yeah. win. 7-1 win for the Sharks, uh, a very undermanned Tycoons team. They came oh, yeah. out for they came out for warm-up, folks. This is not a lie, with five skaters. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were they had another guy who was showing up in like supposed to show up a little bit late, and they were willing to start the game with five skaters. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So, tough, yeah. tough last two games for the Tycoons. 17 was, goals against the last two games. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But not yeah. a not a not a sign of what uh, the tycoons can be uh, when they That's have right. their lineup. They'll they'll be defending right there champs, the, defending, defending champs. champs. And if they can get a lineup, they'll be there when push comes to shove. First star of that game was Connor Daly with two goals and an assist. Uh, big Eric Molander was the second star with a goal and an assist. And uh, we have to say goodbye to Mo. He's actually yeah. leaving Hong Kong. Uh, it was a pleasure to watch and and get to meet this guy. Just a great yeah. guy all around. Awesome dude. Awesome dude. Enjoy awesome France, night. my friend. Yes. And Samuel Wong, young Sammy Wong with three assists, uh, also seemingly uh, finding his way in the league. Yep. No question. Yeah. All right. So that's your CIHL update and the end of tonight's second period. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia. Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. All right, folks, uh, Jesse, we're going to uh, do a couple of hot takes. I know you're full of them tonight. Oh, yeah, uh, baby. Before we do, before I give you your opportunity, I'll give you a few minutes to think about your hot takes. Just a quick look at the NHL standings, folks. Uh, there's been after some cancellations throughout the holidays. We're back. You know, things are most games are back on track right now. Uh, still a few postponements, but uh, 
in the in the Metro Division, we've got the Carolina Hurricanes and New York Rangers leading the way uh, with 50 points, but only one point behind them, the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins hanging on to fourth place. The Pittsburgh Penguins only nine losses on the season, folks, and they are on fire nine and one in their last 10 games. So yeah, uh, a lot's been said about the Penguins lately, and it's no joke. This team is on fire. Jeff Carter's not even back yet. I don't think so. He's so Carter is playing. Is he back? Yeah. Rumors are Malkin will be making his return this week. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. And Brian Rust, who, who stepped back in the lineup and, and just went absolute haywire um, scoring goals, uh, yeah. just got put on the COVID list. So it'd be good to, uh, you know, see Malcolm back in the lineup because they're yeah. going to need him soon. These guys, I, you know, I was absolutely wrong on the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, they're playing good hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the Atlantic, Florida and Tampa Bay currently tied at 51 points for the lead. Uh, and the Leafs, with multiple games on hand, uh, at hand, sorry, are only four points back. Um, Leafs playing well as, as well. Jess, are you, are you pleased with, uh, with your boys lately? Yeah, I mean, look, they've only played, I think, uh, two, two games since December 19th. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of time off, which, you know, low key could be a good thing to get, you know, your injuries and the bumps and bruises back. Um, but again, a lot of games being postponed, but no, to answer your question, I mean, yeah, I like the way they're playing. I mean, they had a, that game against Colorado, they did blow the four, one lead, which, you know, every time you hear that, you think back to that infamous game seven, yeah. you know, against the Bruins. I love bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. But uh, th- first of all, that was one of the most entertaining games I've seen in a very long time. Them against Colorado, that was like a can't miss game. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I love the way they're playing. Again, I- I've been mentioning this, I think, all season. Their depth needs to be able to contribute. They need scoring from kind of that, you know, guys like Mikhaev and Kerfoot, who's actually slotted into the top line right now because Marner's out. But um, they- they're going to need to continue that if they have any shot. And their D just need to, you know, continue to play well. And, uh, you know, because you're not going to win games in the playoffs. I mean, we saw it, you know, last year and the years that, well, the number of years, you got to, you got to be able to grind uh, teams out. And I, what's, what's really looking good to me is they've only given up 83 goals this year, which I think is close to top in the league. Um, Now, again, they haven't played as many games. It's near the top. Uh, It's not the very top. Yeah. But it, you know, keeping pucks out of their net has always been kind of a challenge for them. But I think that's a testament to Campbell. Um, I mean, I look, I can go on and on about the Leafs, but happy with the way they're playing. <laughs> happy with the way they're playing. But again, still, uh, still, you know, hanging in there to to say this is our year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, I are you done now, Jess? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Wait, one more thing. No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding, bud. The uh, just behind them, Paulie, your Boston Bruins, who had a huge win this morning, just put an yep. absolute beating, absolute yep. beating yep. on the Washington Capitals, seven yep. three. Yep. Um, yep. Chase you- my boy, chase my boy, Fukali. Yes, yep. uh, your boy Fukali, who's been playing great, uh, got chased yep. this morning, but he was it wasn't his fault. Yep. Uh, that Boston team, Polly, only 11, 11 losses on the season, also very stingy defensively, only giving up 84 goals on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently in fourth place in the Atlantic. Are you happy with that or what? Uh, I, I'm more happy to look at uh, Montreal with absolutely ha- <laughs> less than <laughs> less than half of the points that the Bruins have right now. Montreal's killing it. 
18, yeah. 18 <laughs> points so far this year, folks. 18 points. One, seven, and two in the last 10. Uh, more play more games than Boston at the moment. They got two games Ca- at hand. Thanks, um, Captain Obvious. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. The watch. I mean, he was trying to butter it up. <laughs> oh no! no up I'm say like, how good the Bruins oh. are. No, oh, <laughs> I mean, they're a minus fifty in the difference. Right? Home five ten and one. Let's go two thirteen and three on the road. Um, hundred and twenty three goals let in already this year. I have to say, yeah, Bruins are doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Tough year for the boys. Oh, man. It's been tough. Boys. Paul McLean's hot take of the week. Well, here's the thing everyone talks about how (laughs) Bruins are pretty good. Edmonton is this two player team where you got Dry Sidle, you got McDavid. Without them, they'd be nothing. I think without Carey Price, there it is. Uh, they yeah. they took out price and that basically took the plug out of the of the tub. I think I think they should leave him out for the rest of the season and go for that <laughs> Just, draft pick because I don't know. Well, who the, else the chances the chances Arizona, them- Arizona is the only one you're contending with. I mean, they got 17 points. Uh, I, yeah. oh, wow. Montreal's luck this year that the lottery they get like the. 14th pick yeah i know a one percent chance they get like the you know 10th pick or something no yeah. no man not good dude we could move it's on not good. Yeah. We kick it so, over. i mean sorry just buddy. like you jess i could go on and on like you could go on about toronto <laughs> i could go on about the habs i love it i love it i love it yeah, yeah. Can, might as well move on to the central division though chris what do you <laughs> ivany looks so defeated the just poor like, guy. <laughs> anyway i'm anyway, going to bed boys i'm going to bed good night Beautiful. Good night, boys. Beautiful. I'm going to bed. <laughs> nice right, chat. What's going on in the West, Ivan? What's going on? You tell me, Jess. Give us uh, an update on the Central. <laughs> I, don't want to talk anymore, like, I don't want to. I'm going <laughs> I'm to bed. <laughs> you guys take the rest of the Right. So in the Central, in the Central, we got Nashville, like we mentioned earlier. They're, they're surprisingly leading the division, uh, 48 points, um, rocking and rolling. St. Louis looks great. Uh, and then Colorado is third in that division, locking down that third spot in that in that uh, division. I think watch out for them, man. I mean, we, they got games at hand there too. So yeah, the whole world's been high on these guys, um, and you know, I think they started off a bit slow, but they are rolling right now. And man, I'm telling you, I'll go back to that Leafs game when they started to roll. It was like wave after wave after wave, and you got McCarr on the back end, you got Taves on the back end, who's also awesome. We ended up scoring the winner. Um, man, when this team started to take hold of this game, it was like it wasn't a matter of if; it was almost a matter of like when. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, you're you're exactly right. I watched them this morning play the Kraken, yeah. and they were they were down three one, and then like they they flicked the switch on, and it was wave yeah. after wave yeah. after wave. Nine and one in their last ten. They're on a five game streak right now, so they look healthy. Um, you know, they're, they're moving around Ranton on that second line. They got Landis Gog and, um, you know, Nate on the big line. But boys, mm-hmm. how about Kadri? How about Kadri? He's top five in the league, isn't he, right now in score? He is rolling, man. He scored oh. a beautiful goal again last night. So, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, Colorado is rocking and rolling. Uh, hopefully, Kadri doesn't get suspended in the first round again <laughs> this year do a five minute major in the most important game of franchise history. Um, yeah. But moving over to the Pacific. Uh, you know, Vegas in first. I mean, no surprise. And then how about this, boys? The Ducks and the Kings are holding down that the 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 second two spots in that in that um, division. I mean, 
you know, we had, we had Vegas and Edmonton completely dominating, uh, you know, this division, but, uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about it now. We can open it up boys, the Oilers. I mean, Holy smokes, this team, man, what is going on? Two, six and two in the last 10. They're on a five game streak right now or five game losing skid. Um, you know, they're not scoring. The big boys are, are slowing down. I mean, they're still obviously getting points up, but not great. And then, you know, at the bottom, you know, we got Arizona and Seattle, Chicago is still struggling to kind of get, get through it. And then, you know, the Canucks are rolling, but yeah, I mean, you know, a couple of surprises in the West, uh, for me, the biggest one's obviously Nashville, but, uh, you know, should we get into my uh, Luce's Lava takes here or what, boys? Let's go, buddy. It's time. It's that time of night for Luce's Lava hot, roll, baby. Here Luce's we go. Okay. Lava hot takes. Yeah. Okay, so here, here we go. Number right. one, Florida. I still think that that's my horse. They're, they're going to rock and roll. Let's keep your eye on them. Tampa Bay, they look great. Kutrov's back now, too. So, I mean, it's like, thanks for coming out, Eastern Conference. Um, Toronto, uh, I'm still a bit nervous on, on them. I mean, we've already talked about it. But here's my big take boys here's my big take the boston bruins this is the worst i've actually seen them play in a long time they are not playing good hockey but and pasternak's been bad but now they're starting to find it so watch out and here's my take i actually think the bruins will contend with both the florida teams for top in that division and they'll knock out the leafs into a wild card spot that's my lava take can't agree with you anymore. Oh. That's a uh, totally, totally agree with you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, Paul's so having a night. Paul's having Pas- a night tonight. <laughs> Pasternak scoring. Um, yeah. You know he's coming back. Yeah. And how about this, fellas? I think you know. I think you're still going to see the the top three teams in the Metro. They're going to remain the top three: Carolina, New York, Washington. No surprise there. Mm. Keep your eye on Detroit. Keep your eye on this Detroit team. Five hundred hockey right now. Yep. You know, I like the way this team's playing. I still think they have some room to grow, but I actually think they're going to give a run for that kind of filed wild card spot. And then the lava take for me, the rest of that division, boys, it's going to be a tough year. From Columbus down, <laughs> it's going to be tough for those guys. <laughs> those fans, Philly, they're trash. They can't keep the puck out of their net. Same old story there. They're getting scored on. Columbus, they just look brutal to me. Jersey looks done. The Islanders, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, yeah. they, they don't play any games anymore. Do not sleep on the Islanders. The Islanders the will Cup be favorite. back. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now, the Islanders will be in the playoffs. Wow. What? Another hot, hot take. Hottest take oh of the night. Oh, my God. The Islanders that, you cur- gotta... are currently in last place in the Metro. Yeah, they they've are. only played they've only played 28 games. Okay. So that means they've got eight games at hand on New Jersey. And they're only seven point or yeah, seven points behind them. Anyway, they're five, two, and three in their last 10. They got healthy. Anders Lee is back. This team is not a sub 500 hockey team. And they're only going to get better boys. New York Islanders are making the playoffs. You heard it today, January 11th. Said it, before. said it before, said it again, man. You got to get off those recovery pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm leaving favorite. it at that. I mean, they got some work to do. That's, yeah, yeah my, my other cup favorite, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, also have a lot of work to do. Um, we might as yeah. well talk about them for a minute. A uh, bit of yes. a gong show. Bit of a yes. gong show happening in Edmonton recently. Um, yeah. Just a huge kid. 
Um, and now, Jess, what's the what's the chatter in Canada right now about the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, so a lot of chatter. Um, you know, I think their last few games, and and you know, so they've they've had a number of their last games postponed, which I think yeah. has come at a great time to get a break, yeah. get away. God, McDavid, McDavid missed the last game against the Leafs with COVID. So that's when it was just like, oh, we're screwed. Um, but here's my hot take on these guys. Um, you know, actually, they're out of the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think this team will make the playoffs. I don't think really? they're going to make it. Yeah, that's my take on this team. Other take wow. is I also don't think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. And here's two teams that we were really high on at the beginning of the year. I don't oh. think both of these teams will make it. They'll be sitting on the outside wow. looking in. And, you know, I mean, the Jets have already got rid of their coach. And Edmonton, if they don't make the playoffs this year, as much as I hate to say it because uh, Jim Playfair, their assistant coach, a good friend of mine, it's going to be very tough for that coaching staff to remain there if they don't make the playoffs. And I don't think they're going to. There's just, man, there's just a problem with this team. And when I'm watching, so, so to our listeners out there, um, one of the best ways to watch good hockey teams and, and to see if a team is, is kind of firing on all cylinders is you watch the way they break out. You know, the very best teams, they take very little time to, I call it stop the other team's attack and then start their own. And it's crisp. Mm-hmm. It's maybe one pass. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but it's one pass and you're back on offense. You know, you look at Colorado, they do it all game long. You know, you, they might give up a shot and they get the puck. They're going back. Edmonton right now, just watch them play. When they try to break out, it's like a missed pass or a bobbled puck at the blue line or a second opportunity for you know, the team they're playing. They just can't get out of their zone. They cannot transition from defense to offense at all. They, they struggle and struggle and struggle. And again, when you have an offensive talent like they do, all you need to do is just move the puck up the ice. But they're just not doing it over and over. I watch it very, very closely now to try to – and that to me, that's their biggest problem – and that's not something you just fix with personnel. So um, that's my take, boys. They are not going to make the playoffs. And it sucks because well, I love watching this team. But that's my take. Jess, I mean, I, I, I disagree. I do think they'll make the playoffs. But I do agree with, with your take on the team right now. It's just and – and confidence starts from the goalie out. And that's, to me, that's their biggest issue. Yeah. And it has been yeah, – we no talked question. about it in the preseason. We talked about it at the beginning of the season. You know, yeah. Mike Smith and Koskinen are not working out. I mean, they're giving no. up way too many. They're giving up soft goals at the wrong time. I know, I've noticed that as well. They're just, you know, they just battle back. Uh, they get themselves down. They shoot themselves in the foot, give up a weak one. They battle back, give up another weak one. Um, yeah. Just, you know, it just seems to me like they're in a bit of a, you know, one of those funks. But I see them finishing third in the Pacific. I, I think they'll end up being ahead of the Los Angeles Kings and Flames. Um, at the end of the season and the flames will probably end up in a wild card position, but I do agree with your take on the jets. Uh, they're not looking, you know, tremendously good right now in a very tough yeah. division. Yeah. So the and jets again, are going to so have much, to hope yeah. for a while. They're, they're going to have to hope for a wild, wild card spot. And uh, yeah. that means they'll have to be ahead of either Calgary or Edmonton in my book. So very tough for the jets to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, man. Lots to look forward to in the second half. Um, you know, last thing I'll say about, you know, the NHL is with, you know, with all these games being postponed, there's going to be a lot of hockey and not a lot of time in the second half. So it's going to be kind of a war of attrition, I think, in this in this mm-hmm. final stretch where, you know, these teams, like I think I, heard, I saw a stat where some teams are going to have to play 41 games in 85 days, you know, to close out That's the year. That's crazy. 
yeah. which is just insane, you know? So do you think they'll be... drop the number Jess? Do you think they'll drop it to 72 games or something? I don't think so because I think it has something to do with, you know, TV rights and, and scheduling and all that stuff. I think they do have to play that amount and, you know, the NHL doesn't want to give up revenues. So I think they're postponing games because, you know, especially in Canada, whereas in the U S man, all systems are going, ranks are packed, you know, COVID's just <laughs> yeah. like, whatever, man, things are rolling there. So in Canada, it's just a matter of time before they open it up and, um, you know, or they're going to start moving, you know, games to, you know, Toronto play or Buffalo or whatever. And, um, but yeah, so there's going to be a lot of hockey. It's going to be about a matter of, you know, who's healthy, who has the depth. Like, that's why, again, I I'm scared for the Oilers because again, they're such a top heavy team, you know, imagine playing, basically one game every two days to close out the year. Yeah. You know, it's and then you can't tough. ride your, you can't ride your horses like that all season. Expect yeah, to get anything. That's done. a good that's point. Well, I think yeah. when it comes down to that, you got that many games in that short period of time, it's going to really come down to goaltending. And yeah. when I think of goaltending right now, I just got two words for you boys. Two ka. Tuka's on his way back. <laughs> I was waiting for you to mention Tuka. Oh, come on, man. He, he, okay, so he practiced with Providence the other day. Yeah. yeah. Said, There's a slight chance of him coming back to the Bruins in a little bit. But, I mean, you got Swayman, you got Allmark. They're, they're doing, since November, they kind of stepped it up. I mean, Cassidy yeah. wasn't too keen on them. They're like, they're being okay. They're doing all right. But, uh, yeah, they stepped it up since. And can you imagine going in to the end of the season with those three goaltenders at your, like, at your disposal. You're not wrong, Paulie. Just like, throw You're it out, wrong, throw it out, throw it out. You're not wrong, and man. You spread uh, that butter nice and thick. And uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we got some options, boys. We got some options. We got, we got options. a Is there any surprise? Is there any surprise that took us back? Holly's hot sauce, Holly's hot, hot sauce, hot take of the week. That, yeah, Duke Rass, Duke Rass, baby. Duke Duke Rass. Rass. No surprise he's back. He probably just wanted a bit of extra time off, but no, yeah. man, watch out for the Bruins. Another, I think, I, I agree. I can't agree more. I mean, I mentioned it already. I think this team is set for a big playoff run. Yeah. I'm a buyer. I'm a believer. Yeah, as so, most people should be. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, boys. <laughs> yeah. On on that note, Polly wanted to take this home with a little story. It's like that's enough. Let's shut her down. Boy. Shut her down. Yeah, I can't hear any more talk yeah, about yeah, the Bruins yeah. sleeps or or abs. You unplugged your your headset a while ago. That's enough. Shit. <laughs> story time, please. Story, uh, time, story please. time. Story time. Story time. Let's see. What do you got you for get, us, Polly? Hot takes. Let's go. Let's go hot with this one. Gather round, children. The 1940-41 season was a big one for the New York Rangers. In addition to winning the Stanley Cup, the club paid off the mortgage on Madison Square Garden. To celebrate, the Rangers lit the mortgage on fire while it was in the (laughs) cup, causing the (laughs) cup to light on fire. Not to worry though, the players put it out with their urine. Some say that was the reason why the team had to wait until 1994 to win the cup again. Oh, wow. my. That's what you get for pissing on the cup. 50 dude, years of I no cup. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I never they heard deserved, that before. That's they crazy. deserved 50 oh years. God, That's 50 years sentence. Who pisses on the cup? Wow. If somebody said to you, if you piss on the cup, how many years in prison would you deserve? It's 50. Yeah, at least. You at know what's least. so funny is when they were doing this, they were probably like all crushing, crushing pints, boozing, 
and yeah. not one of them yeah. thought to like pour their plane on it. They were like, oh, what are we oh, doing? Oh, drinking at the time. <laughs> wow, I never heard that story. That's crazy. Nice fly, yeah. Paul. Uh, uh, hey, there you go, boys. I mean, the only the other mortgage. person that uh, kind of defecated that I know is Chris Draper's daughter. So, yes. I mean, but she yes, was a that's baby. She was a baby. He never yeah. won a cup again. Yeah, she, she never, never won, won a cup ever since, right? Good story, Paulie, man. I never heard that. I'll be there you go. That one. Yeah, that was a beauty. All right, boys. Uh, pleasure catching up with you guys as always. Um, Jess, we'll be back. We'll be back in a few days with another episode. So um, I'll be in uh, Singapore, probably, boys. I'll be doing oh, nice. Singapore. I'm heading there this weekend, what? fellas. Oh, sweet. Oh, so you're going to be in Singapore on Monday. Yeah, well, I'll be going across the pond, boys. How about yeah, that? There you go. <laughs> yes, I love it, Jess. You're going to be closer to home. Oh, you got to watch it. Our, I mean, our home. So, yeah, exactly. Singapore is only a, like a brisk 27 degrees. I mean, that I don't know what oh. you're used to at the moment. Yeah, so. minus 30 here today, boys. Woo! Minus 30. Oh, my gosh. 60 yeah, degree you're... difference almost you're going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Jess. That's well, safe good. travels on the weekend, bud. And uh, Polly, we'll see you in a few days. Uh, mm-hmm. we got a great episode. we got a great episode coming up. Um, with Terry Whalen, who's going to break down the history of the Hockey Olympics, um, starting from uh, the very beginning and going up to 1970s. And he, he had to cut it into two parts. So this is going to be epic. Uh, some epic stories about about the Olympics from the from the beginnings, boys. So look forward to that. Thanks, boys. We'll talk to you soon. That was Across the Pond. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group. Wheel Hub Asia, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, and of course, Sunset Studio. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Across the Pond HK. Email us, send in your comments and questions to the show at any time at Across the Pond HK at gmail.com.